0: your purpose and create a life of joy and would love for you to get my free download which is called the sensitive soul empowerment guide the three ways of navigating your way more peace, positivity, and personal power. And you can get that at sensitivesoulguide.com. And then you'll also, when you get that, um, be included in our light medicine community, if you'd like to be. Uh, And that is a community off of, um, uh, on Circle, off of Facebook, uh, where we can um, share things and uh, speak freely, and it's uh, super awesome. We already have over 1,000 people in that group, so uh, I believe it's going to soon surpass our (laughs) our Facebook group, uh, but we should have our Facebook group as well called the Light Warrior Network, so you can connect with me in both places. All right, so today is the first Monday of the month and I have the pleasure of having Dr. Dennis Lovestein here with me as we talk about phototherapy patches and uh, acupuncture, Chinese medicine, and the newest uh, LifeWave product which is using structured energized water, a patent pending type of um, Tech, uh, which helps us with hormonal balancing. So we'll address that a little bit because our one of our very first questions is around hormonal balancing. So um, Dr. Dennis has been with us for, gosh, over 10 years now, donating his time and his expertise in helping LifeWave distributors and customers from around the world to use the patches in a more advanced method. And so if you have questions on what uh, particular acupuncture points that might be helpful for you and your symptoms, you can call in live at 818-514-1190, hit 1, so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190 and hit 1. There's also a chat uh, if you're live with us, and you can put your question in the chat. We also have an event page on Facebook, and there we have a specific you know uh, type your questions here uh, so we'll be dealing with those questions first and also my light medicine community any questions that are there and then we'll go to the general you know uh, phone lines and the chat so um welcome dr dennis thanks for joining us for december 2022
1: <clears throat> well, hi dr karen i'm very happy to be here with you all and yeah, uh yeah really appreciate been, you uh, well, thanks. We're in our 10th year. It's awesome. It feels like we just started yesterday.
2: <laughs> so much
0: has changed. We probably have tripled the number of patches <laughs> that we had back yeah, then. Yeah, right. And then now we have some new products that we'll discuss a little bit Um Yeah, so we really appreciate you being here, Dr. Dennis, and and I do, and I'm sure you may as well, uh, get people that are not necessarily on our personal um, LifeWave uh, team or brand partner uh, or customer and uh, get asked you know, questions about how to use patches best. So I know you have a way of uh, people to consult you and also that you have special um, um, meetings. So maybe you can just share a little bit about uh, if people are interested, how they can reach out to you personally and interview for one-on-one and also your um, Zoom clinics every month.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Dr. Karen, for mentioning that. Uh, Yes, well, we have... um, what we call our HealthWise Clinic, which meets once a month online. And um, that's available through our Zoom link. And you can get that Zoom link by contacting Nurse Heidi. She's my sister at Nurse at gmail.com. And uh, you could also contact me directly on Facebook if you send me a private message.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Great. Awesome. Anything you want to share with us before we launch into questions, Dr. Dennis?
1: Um, nothing's really showing up today, so uh, other than uh, heavy-duty chemtrailing going on this week um, and how the, um, the patches can help us antioxidants, especially the glutathione patch, to help clear toxins out of the body, um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: so, um, maybe, maybe if, uh, if you or anybody else has a perspective on why they're doing so much heavy duty chemtrailing, um, that, that might help understand it, help us understand it.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting. Um, uh, there's all sorts of theories. We do know for sure that this is not a conspiracy theory. There really is spraying of chemicals. It's called geoengineering. There are sites describing what it is, trying to control the weather. My personal perspective of is anytime we try to control Mother Nature, uh, we're in big trouble. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, humans right. I've tried to do this for a long, very long time, and um, unfortunately, we've done a terrible job of taking care of Mother Earth. Mother Earth has its own rhythms and things like that. Sometimes, uh, you know, certain, certain storms are amplified or created by man for whatever purposes, uh, and um, other times it's just Mother Earth rebalancing herself. Uh, oftentimes because of some of the interventions that we've done, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so chem, the chemtrails. Uh, some people, some conspiracy theorists think that it's you know something positive being sprayed in the air. But here's the thing: I, I feel like if you are gonna spray around people where the, the air of the other humans are breathing, you better be pretty transparent about it. And that's not what we're seeing. There isn't any transparency. Right. Um, now, the funny thing is, and in Canada, this is over the summer, they had a, a thing, I can't remember which town it was, where it was, it was these big signs all over that said, we're spraying for whatever bug that they're trying to pest control, right? So they warn people, just be inside and yada, yada, yada. So at least they... Not that I agree with that strategy as a long-term sustainable right. method of pest control, but at least they warned people that that was happening. So I think uh, if somebody was doing something good, uh, then uh, why not be transparent about it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I agree
1: yeah. for sure. And
0: instead of uh, yeah. necessarily telling people, oh, it doesn't exist when it does. Um Okay, well, uh, we have some questions here, Dr. Dennis, about hormones. So that's perfect because the uh, LifeWave Shine and the Dream aromatherapy myths have launched in November, just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, so uh, one of the general questions uh, that has been asked, and I did a little webinar, um, kind of like the basics of the different uh, patches and what they do hormonally, uh, maybe we can take some time to talk about if someone, man or woman is interested in balancing their hormones, uh, what kinds of protocols with the Shine and Dream could be potentially used in combination with the patches?
1: The first patch that comes to mind when you say hormones uh, is the Olavida patch um, because uh, that has access to the pineal, which secretes epithalamine, which then balances the neuroendocrine system. And I could go through more details about how it does that if you like. Sure. Okay. Well, so the epithelium from the pineal body influences the limbic brain. And the limbic brain is a center of emotionality in, in our brains. And um, it's connected to the hypothalamus or first through the thalamus and then the hypothalamus and then the pituitary. And the pituitary gland hangs at the bottom of the brain and is known as a master endocrine secretor. And it it secretes uh, hormones that circulate in the blood and affect uh, the release of hormones from glands all over the body. For example, the adrenal gland that sits over the kidneys And um, that's affected by the um, ACTH, or adrenocorticotrophic hormone, that comes from the um, pituitary. So um, if if you're under a lot of stress, which most people are these days from our toxic environment, both uh, physically toxic and psychologically toxic, then uh, you're secreting a lot of ACTH and from the, from the pineal and that that will hit the adrenal cortex and then that stimulates the adrenal cortex to put out uh, glucocorticosteroids and glucocorticosteroids are stress hormones that both suppress immune system function and also recruit glucose or cause gluconeogenesis which is the release of glucose from both the muscles and the liver. And so that increases blood glucose levels. And I believe that helps account for why there's an increase in diabetes these days because people have chronically high glucose levels from being under so much stress all the time.
0: Mm, okay. So the body adapts by, with all the stress by pumping out more cortisol and then, uh, in some ways, pumping up more sugar as if we're going to be running a marathon, which we kind of are.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> running a marathon, right.
0: yeah. So it makes sense that yeah, would would be doing that kind of thing, uh, but not the greatest thing. So we have other patches uh, for stress, and we talk about it a little later. So the epithalamine is very interesting. Uh, there's a there is a, um, I think epithalamine is the name of the. Uh, what do you call it um, synthetic version and epithelon or however you say it is is like the original but it's often used interchangeably so I think it's very interesting that there is a synthetic version of this uh, peptide that the pineal gland makes out there in research yeah. the right yeah so we definitely want to use alavita patch as kind of like a foundation it sounds like uh, for hormonal balance is that what you're saying
1: Oh, that's a good candidate, yeah. And uh, I would include that in any in most hormone balance protocols because of what I just mentioned, and 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 the um, the, the uh, flight or fight, the fight or flight response that I described to recruit glucose is only one of the axes in that whole system. There are other ones that affect the. Um, the the uh, thyroid hormone and uh, the gonads to release uh, androgens and estrogens and and other hormones, too. So all the endocrine hormones can be influenced at that level by the Olavita patch, which is very right. interesting.
0: And then do you recommend using it during the day or the nighttime, or does it matter?
1: Um, for that particular patch, it probably doesn't matter. If you're trying to repair the body or rejuvenate tissue, you could wear it at night. And I mostly wear Alavita at night. Um, and that, that's for purposes of repair and rejuvenation and rebalancing when you're sleeping so you're not under perceived stress, yeah. at, at least uh, while you're awake. Okay. So, yeah, I, I recommend wearing it at night mostly, but it's okay to wear it during the day
0: that's great and i have uh, been wearing that at night mostly um when i first was testing it out and david had given me samples years ago i noticed an increase in what i call spiritual power meaning my ability to connect with source and do healing work without feeling tired or exhausted so i was able to do a lot of energy healing and just feel like oh i'm good i can run a mile or you know, do some exercise after afterwards in the past before the alvita I could do the work but I definitely had to rest more afterwards it felt kind of sleepy um, especially I was doing emotion code with people and I would actually be, you know, um, just because I was in person, with the, per- uh, I was touching them doing muscle testing and things like that, and I would kind of get sleepy yeah. after doing, you know, eight people a day or six or eight people a day, uh, and that's how many people I saw per day. Uh, but, but then after using the Alavita, I just noticed that I didn't have, I wasn't yawning, I could keep going, it was not that big a deal. So I thought that was really interesting and I did tell that to David and of course at the time we didn't know it was going to be marketed as a skincare line. So he's like, Huh, that's really interesting. So I'm thinking he's gonna call it the access consciousness patch or the spiritual power patch, right? <laughs> yeah, Being silly and in, innocent as I was. I was like later on he's like, Well well, we had to do some research based on, you know, something that we could quantify in you know, in in the lab and also you know, also sell something somebody, you know, people actually want to buy. Like you said, it really nicely. nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Only, you know, weirdos like me want a, you know, spiritual consciousness patch, right? But for the average person, they just want decreased wrinkles.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, go figure, yeah.
0: huh? Go figure. Go figure. <laughs> yes, yes. But the nice thing is that it's kind of a side positive effect of using Olivita. Like I found, um, like my husband likes to wear it during the day. And uh, I just find that he just has these just all of a sudden spontaneous, brilliant spiritual insights. You know, he'll just start spouting these amazing insights. Like, he'll have this patch on his head, you know. (laughs) I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Wow. Um, So that's pretty neat. So like I said, you can, uh, like we said, you can do it either night or day. Now, um, uh, Jean here has said, you know, she's in her mid seventies and she's been gaining weight around the middle and the hips and a lot of, uh, peri or postmenopausal women have noticed that, that even if they don't change their diet, they exercise just as much, you know, they, they don't really change anything. And then uh, middle age hits, and in, in Jean's case it looks like she, it, it hit in her, you know, later in the 70s, which is good for you, Jean, are um, uh, the tips to, to help support or reduce the weight or the mass around the middle.
1: Well, the classic approach to that would be to cut down on caloric intake. And it just so happens that the SP6 patch, as you know, will uh, curb craving. And um, supposedly that would cut down on people's eating and taking in calories. And that would help folks lose weight. So that that's one approach. Another one is um, using the energy enhancer patches because – that increases fat burning. If you use energy enhancers, it's like on um, on Stomach 36 or in um, a five element uh, yin-yang pair protocol where you're rotating around all the different meridians, uh, that will um, shift the, the autonomic nervous system to be more relaxed and also shift the metabolism to uh, putting out um, more fat burning and or burning more fat instead of putting out lactic acid, so normally you'd put out more lactic acid, you put the energy enhancer patches on, you have a metabolic shift towards burning fat and for your for your calories, and that's a more efficient way to do it, which happens when you're doing aerobic exercise and so it simulates at that physiological level. Doing aerobic exercise to use fat and oxygen to get calories, and Mm -hmm. will not put out as much lactic acid, which which happens when you're resting or when you're sedentary.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I just put notes down on this, um, and uh, Dr. Dennis knows this, but uh, everyone listening, and I forgot to mention that I am going to write notes, and it's going to be posted in the PatchTrainingTeam.com blog. Uh, and with all your names and everything like that, your first names, so that you can find the answers to your questions. Okay, go ahead, Dr. Dennis. Sorry for interrupting. We got D-
1: Dr. Karen takes awesome notes. From Whenever I flap my gums here, she does an awesome job of, of keeping a record. And uh, we've got – Got to record the wisdom. Prob- <laughs> we we'll probably have, what, over six years of uh, blog talk radio archives or more recorded now and available for people?
0: Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, we're, we're looking into uh, the website's getting pretty um, old and um, I, uh, what, one of my web people actually um, died suddenly. Um, I'm not going to comment oh, on that. Uh, I didn't know her really well but uh, just, you know, she lived in Brazil and, uh, you know, just one day I couldn't get a hold of her and I thought this is really strange because she's usually really, really fast getting back to me and I looked on the Facebook page and found out that she had so anyway, um, so we're, we're a little uh, understaffed this way, but what we want to do is, uh, what we intend to do is to change the search uh, function on the site at least, as a minimum. We're going to revamp the whole site eventually. But we want to change the search function so you can search stuff inside of a blog instead of just the headline. So I apologize about that, guys. You really do have to scan the blogs right at the moment just to see, you know, scan for certain terms um, because the search function will not uh, work the way I would for it to work, so just stay tuned. Go ahead, Dr. Dennis.
1: Yeah, so um, that that kind of function you're looking for would be hypertext um, markdown language instead of markup. So that would be Go cool. Ahead. Okay, so anyway, we're talking about uh, losing weight and you want to increase metabolic rate. So you can curb craving and increase metabolic rate as a two pronged approach for weight loss. And uh, use um, the SP6 patch, which is a negative patch, so mostly on the left. And um, the uh, spleen six point is a good one to put it on, uh, or others recommended in the brochure. Uh, I I'd, I'd like to use a uh, Sanja 17 for putting um, the SP6 patch, because, uh, um, uh, behind the ear, if you look behind the earlobe, there are lots of acupuncture points that access the endocrine system. And the Sanjiao channel is a quote-unquote water channel, uh, even though it's a uh, it's in fire. It's in the fire element, and so it's a heart protector. It's the outermost heart protector. Metaphorically, that would that heart protector would be viewed as the moat around the castle. Where the heart is being protected in, and and by water in that sense, we're talking about circulation or circulating hormones. And so the um, SP6 patch, which is negative one, so you put it on, on left Sanjiao 17 behind the left ear, would have both both access to the um, Sanjiao channel at that point and those endocrine points behind the earlobe. So that's a really good position for balancing endocrines and also for weight loss, for curbing craving with the uh, SP6 patch.
0: Now, you said something about the triple burner being like, I know it's not a water meridian per se, like kidney bladder, but it has that circulation effect, that water effect. That's why you like the triple burner. Just curious, uh, a lot of women, well, men as well, but mostly women I deal with will have uh, increased um uh, Around the belly water, so would triple burner behind the left ear with S 6 complete help with releasing that excess water trapped in the middle.
1: It would, and mm-hmm. if you use Sanjiao 17, and by the way, triple burner is the same thing as Sanjiao. San is three, jiao is is burner or warmer or energy center. So saying triple burner and. Sanjiao is the same thing, uh, so some people may not know that. So, um, if if you use um, Sanjiao seventeen along with Spleen nine, then you would um, help to drain damp and and get rid of some of that quote unquote pudgy stuff you're talking about. Right,
0: and so would you put the the SP six complete on the left? Sanjiao and then the right spleen nine with another patch.
1: Actually, I would use um, in, in, in the case where we're using Sanjiao seventeen and spleen nine. I do Sanjiao seventeen on the right, and then I would use spleen six on the left. And the, the reason for that is Sanjiao is more of a fire and more of a yang channel, and mm-hmm. spleen is more of a yin channel. So i do the yin more on the left and the yang more on the right. And which patches to use? Well, uh you if you're um if you're using Sanjiao uh 17 on the right, I would put the uh, Eon on that one and put the SP6 on the left spleen 9. Okay.
3: Gotcha.
0: Okay, so that's then you've, great. You've
1: got uh yeah, you've got uh Eon and SP6. With the Eon
0: on the right okay. and sp T six on the Great. And the Eon's really great too, uh, because it does help to modulate that excessive fight or flight, that, that excessive cortisol. And I did ask Dr. Halty Wanger at the X fifteen slash Eon launch many, many years ago in California. Hey, I see in yeah. your slides that it decreases cortisol levels when they're excessive. I'm like, a lot of my people that I see have adrenal fatigue, so their cortisol levels are too low. So why would I want to decrease it? (laughs) And he says, well, no, we didn't show those slides, but what happens is the cortisol normalizes. You know, it actually goes towards where it's to the center, where it's supposed to be. So if it's too low, it helps to bring it back up. If it's too high, it brings it down. So because it's so common, uh, the average person would have high cortisol because of stress. They only showed those slides. So I just wanted to make that point in case people are concerned about uh, the EON causing too much relaxation (laughs) But cortisol, there's a uh, Dr. Dennis. I heard that cortisol receptors, uh, there's a lot of them in belly fat. Yep. So if you have high cortisol, yeah. you're literally asking for belly fat.
1: Right. Yeah. And um, what what you're talking about, the kind of regulation you're you're referring to in Chinese medicine, called. Uh, Regu- regulation. So if you're too high, it'll take the levels to normal. If you're too low, it'll take the levels up. And that's what adaptogens do, like ginseng. Mm-hmm. So if your energy is too low, it'll take it up. And then if it's too high, it'll take it down. So that's a regulation. And a lot of the right. acupuncture points we talk about, uh, especially the source points, will regulate the meridian. And uh-huh. that that's the case with source points like uh, the one for the lungs, the lung nine, is the source point for the lungs. So if you use lung nine, you're going to regulate uh, the um, the lung meridian and take what's too high down or take what's too low up.
0: Mm. So okay,
1: uh, well, that's and cool. also uh, relative to what you were saying with cortisol, a good point for regulating cortisol or ACTH in particular use kidney 6 so if you put the eon patch on right kidney 6 you're going to regulate cortisol
0: okay so write that down guys so right kidney 6 also helps to regulate cortisol okay got it well, uh, now if you
1: if you put the um, a negative patch like sp6 on then use left Kidney six. Okay. Okay, got it. Well, so uh, you what can use gonna... both.
0: Eon on the right and SP six on the left. Okay. And Eon on the right. Okay, got it. Uh, for to also mentioned is that David uh, mentioned in his webinar on the aromatherapy myths that one of the common effects that people reported was decreased waist size. And I have noticed that myself as well. Um, I had uh, one month of sample uh, from the company when I went to convention and was noticing, hey, I can kinda of get away with eating a little bit more carbs, you know. And uh and then of course then I had a month without it. <laughs> I was like, Okay, not so much <laughs> and then now we have it again, so it's been a little over a week that I've I've had them and I I'm starting to see um, some softening, if you will, of that middle waist area. Um and I, I do block therapy, I do all sorts of things, um I do probably eat more carbs than I used to because I, I don't have any allergies or intolerances anymore, so I can eat more. Um, my, my family line really likes to be, for whatever reason, sensitive to carbs. But this um, <laughs> just the genetics. Uh, but on the other hand, hey, you know what? Um, uh, if I can balance my hormones even more with the Shine and Dream in addition to the Alavida, the Eon SP6, um, that could be super helpful. So I think you definitely should try that for at least you know three months, Gene, is using the shine and dream and I muscle test how many sprays a day for each for me personally. Uh, most people will be just one spray in the morning, one spray at night of each, uh, oh, sorry, shine and dream respectively. For me, I muscle tested for shine at least in, in this moment, in this week, as three sprays during the day and for dream it was 9 p.m. and it, before going to bed. Um, so maybe my hormones have not been as balanced as I'd like them to be uh, given that I pretty much burnt them out back, uh, you know, 20-plus years ago when I had adrenal fatigue and fibromyalgia and all that kind of stuff. Most people don't bounce back from that, right? Most people are not competing in figure skating or doing CrossFit or anywhere as busy as I am uh, with those diagnoses. But uh, thanks to LifeWay, they've really helped me get those symptoms under control and helped me regulate uh, a lot of things, um, including appetite.
1: You know, I I would imagine that if you use the Alameda patch, on uh, yin-tong or the third eye at the same mm-hmm. time you're using the um, <clears throat> shine and the uh, the dream aromatherapy it would help um, enhance each other's effects synergistically
0: yeah well definitely I have the vera on at night so definitely have it on when I have the dream uh, going on but I'll make a point of putting the patch on first um, and then putting the, the dream on And the shine for me is like a little bit of a wake-up, like I guess what people use coffee for. I don't drink regular coffee, but I do feel like even if I'm kind of groggy or, you know, it's really dark out when I wake up, um, then I just find like I'm awake, but not like buzzed, not like caffeine awake, just kind of just alert, which is really nice. So I think that would be a great addition. And then I often will recommend X39 as a foundation, Dr. Dennis, just because we do know from David's talk that hormonal balancing does help support stem cell enhancement and the X39 is complementary to that. So we just don't want to get rid of symptoms. We want the body to rejuvenate and regenerate uh, itself as well. So I would definitely recommend using X39 as well and you can use it according yeah, to... Yeah, and
1: David's been recommending using the X39 as a baseline for, for um, the hub the of all the other patches around it.
0: Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly.
1: That's time um, of the okay. dream.
0: All <laughs> Let's go ahead let's just, to Ta's question. Um, okay. Let's see. Let me just go write that in my notes here, Rita. Okay, so what she is asking... Okay, Uh, how to support people who have groin pain around liver 11 or 12 is the acupuncture point. Um, I'm hearing people say the pain is deep. When I try to walk, the pain gets sharp. Some share the pain, starts at the groin, moves to their back and down their leg. We've been rotating ice wave, tan on groin, lower back, governor vessel one, glutathione just below the knee, a bit to the right, white ice wave on gallbladder 41, rotating with X39 on the groin. Ian on governor the 14 love to have more ideas or info. Thank you. Okay. So we want
1: to look at the, what, what the root of the pain might be like um, the We know the liver channel circumvent circumscribes the genital area and <clears throat> the liver energy is known in, in pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine to, um, energetically direct the blood flow where it should go so um, a lot of groin pain is caused by liver cheese stagnation when blood is not circulating well in that area because the liver cheese not directing the blood to flow well it's just stagnant so one um, really good point for dispersing liver cheese stagnation is liver 3 so um, that's one thing you can try uh, She. What you described was um, mostly around the groin area, and I think you mentioned gallbladder 41, which is on the foot. And that's a good point also for wood, because gallbladder is the yang phase of the wood element, and gallbladder 41 is a master point for the daimai or the belt channel, which goes around the waist. And all the other meridians go through the belt channel, and you can uh, access their energy flow through gallbladder 41. So I'd suggest gallbladder 41 on the right and liver 3 on the left. Mm-hmm. Probably with an ice wave set, like a white ice wave on right, gallbladder 41, and a tan ice wave on left, liver 3, to uh, help that flow through the groin area. Okay. Both chi and blood. Because when you... When you influence flow you're not just getting blood, you're also getting chi and vice versa.
0: Okay. okay, cool. And then where would they put the
1: X thirty nine? Um I put it on um C B three. Okay. Which is uh one one soon above the pubic bone on the midline. And that that's uh that also acts as a bladder area and that whole area down there. So that would make a good triangle too. Okay.
0: Cool. And then would that help the um, the pain that moves down to the backside going down their leg?
1: Well, um, for that I would <clears throat> it might help that because it's increasing biocoherence in the whole body. But if the paint is still there with that triangle, you can uh, make another triangle that goes to the back. And um, <clears throat> you could put the X49 on the back, like on uh, the life gate.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: So you'd have the baseline of the triangle would be uh, gallbladder 41 and liver 3 with ice waves. And then you have two apices, or uh, the tips of the triangle. One of them would be CV3, and the other one would be uh, um, GV4, which is a life gate.
3: Okay, great. So you have, you
1: have a common baseline, and then the triangle kind of splits up, and the tips of the triangle are on the front and the back of the body.
0: Yep, I like those. It kind of goes right through the body, so I really like those yeah. double triangles. Right. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, I was just going to mention a little bit uh, around the quality of the pain. So, feel the pain is deep. When I try to walk, the pain gets sharp. Um, now one of the things that would be good, now hopefully you know, they've seen their healthcare provider and had a physical exam. Now the reason I say that like that, a physical exam, is because I've been hearing about people going to their health care provider, their health care provider uh, ordering an x-ray even before they see them. This is typical of orthopedics. It drives me nuts. Um, and it's like, hi, I'm going to talk to your x-ray. <laughs> right? Like they don't even see the patient. So I, I've had a couple of times where I've asked. So they – so what it was, say it was a knee, hip, whatever. I said, did, so they, okay, so they took your history. Well, they took the x-ray first. I'm like, okay, fine. They took the x-ray. Then they did your history, got, you know, the the story. Well, you only talked to me for five minutes. All right, well, and then they did a physical exam. And they're like, what? I'm like, well, they put, you know, the doctor put his or her hands on you and moved your hip around to do, a phys- that's what's called a physical exam. And they're like, no. Right. And, I, and I'm inside. I'm like, what? Excuse, it. Excuse the drama. <laughs> I was like, hello, uh, you can't, you, you're not supposed, you, okay, we were told in school that 80% or more of the diagnosis comes from the story itself, okay, and then you've got the other percentage, right. you know, large percentage comes from your physical exam. And then any labs, x-rays, everything like that is ancillary, okay, it's like 5% maybe of the diagnosis, maybe 10 depending on the situation, okay, like if somebody's in a car crash, you definitely need that information, right? So, especially if they can't talk to you. So I'm like, I really hope that their health care provider did a physical exam. Now, why am I saying this? Because there are cases where you put your hands on the person and they've got a pulsating artery that's very big that you should not be able to feel through their belly. Right? right. And it's Do pain radiating it's... down the back, down the leg. And it's like, oh, oh. This person has a, an aortic aneurysm that could rupture at any moment because it's over five centimeters and probably is really big, so I really need to get them. You to that scanner right away, and they may need surgery, right? So just because it's yeah. going down the hip or leg or groin does not mean it's musculoskeletal necessarily. I had another That's friend right. with chronic appendicitis. Where does it radiate? Down the groin and, you know. In that lower right quadrant, it could go to the back. I mean, she didn't have fever, she didn't have a high white count, anything like that. But it was chronic. It was walled off, and not until somebody had some, you know, pretty big suspicions, they finally went and did surgery. At least they were conservative about it. They tried everything else first, and then found the appendix was rot, rotted in there.
3: Wow. So I think it's really so. important
0: for people listening in to make sure that your health care provider does a physical exam, sticks their hand in the belly, okay, rotates the, the you know, reproduces the pain. Because this deep pain I'm concerned about, Ta. Um, And, yes, when the pain, the walking the pain gets sharp, sounds musculoskeletal. And it could very well be. But here's the thing. If it's appendix, it's attached to the fascia. The fascia is attached to everything else. So, yeah, it's going to hurt if they walk.
1: So there, there's another way of doing hands-on in, that will give you more information. If you understand uh, traditional Chinese medicine, in addition to doing the, the standard Western pushing on the lower abdomen and releasing and getting your McBurney's uh, effect to see what's going on with the appendix, you can also palpate too soon or inches below stomach 36 on the right leg only. And if that is sore, that's a good indication that there's an inflamed appendix. Stomach 26,
0: right?
1: No, stomach 36.
3: Oh, 36. If
0: 36. you
1: go to, too soon, too soon, two inches below, stomach 36, which is below the right knee, on you know where stomach 36 is below the knee, on the right uh-huh. there, on the lateral side of the, the upper tibia. Well, that point, if it's tender that indicates that something's going on with the appendix. That point is called Lan Wei Shui. L-A-N-W-E-I-X-U-E. Lan Wei Shui. And it's, it's okay. like the sensor for the appendix.
0: Nice. Okay, so how do you spell Lan Wei Shui again?
1: L-A-N-W-E-I-X-U-E. Got it. Okay. So that would be a good one to patch to lower inflammation in the appendix, but uh you you don't want to treat it that way. You want to go to a surgeon to make sure that that's not indicated in that case because you don't want a ruptured appendix because then you get an infection in your in, inside your abdomen.
0: Right. So we you know, we don't I don't know this person personally, right? So I haven't done the exam, so I can't make any sort of a diagnosis per se we're just working in generalities uh, here's the thing too is just because a person has a bum hip on x-ray so it's like oh wow you've got really severe osteoarthritis on the on the right hip that's why you have groin pain maybe they do and maybe they don't because you could have uh, and I you know some people specialize in um, integrative manual therapy has told me that you could have literally gut juices—excuse the grossness—gut juices, inflamed appendix, okay. or leaky gut, literally uh, seeping out of the gut into the pelvic bowl, into the hip joint, and tracking all the way down to the knee. You see the disintegration of the cartilage, but it's a—it is a an effect of the gut issue not the primary reason for the so you got to, in in that case you would have to fix the gut or the appendix or whatever it is that's going on there
1: that's an interesting phenomena yeah i'm glad you pointed that out that's interesting to know
0: yeah and and anytime um, i find that when pain is sharp dr dennis um given that i have had you know um uh, many many decades of you know, experience in chronic pain; um, hence, the book I wrote, you know, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain. Um, I've noticed yeah. different qualities of pain, and I have found that sharp can be structural, uh, and sharp can also be a lack of minerals.
1: And so sharp pain in is also um, acute blood leakage or fluid mm-hmm. leakage into an area. Where if it's a dull pain, it's just chi. Uh, uh, that is being blocked. And in mm-hmm. TCM pain is caused by blockage to either the flow of Qi or blood. So right. if it's just Qi dull if it's blood or fluid creating the blockage as you alluded to or described then it's a uh, blood or fluid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we have plenty of there. All right, so we got some uh, a protocol there. Let's go to the next question. Great question, Todd. Thank you so much. Uh, Monica. Okay, so uh, I've been working on pain relief from outer thigh, hips, lower back, basically the girdle area from my waist down to mid thighs for a very long time with some great results that seem to last for short bursts of time. Is there a pain reduced or removed indefinitely? Okay, so slight, uh, kind of a twist on the same question, but um, this one looks like yeah. it's more even on both sides
1: okay so when you say girdle, I think of the belt channel or the dimite channel right. and mm-hmm. go right to gallbladder 41 which is a master point for the dimite channel so uh, then if you're talking about pain uh, you go to uh, usually ice wave to relieve it quickly but um, you want to also look at what's causing the pain or the the blockage or the in- inflammation that usually contributes to blockage or stagnation <laughs> So you might want to use other patches with it, depending on what's causing it.
0: Okay. So if she were to use the ice wave, would you just put gallbladder 41, uh, white on right, tan, and left?
1: I would start with that, but uh, then I'd look at stagnation possibility, which is usually the case. And um, if that is the case, I'd do the white ice wave on the right, gallbladder 41, and uh, the left, um the, the the left side, I'd put uh, a tan ice wave patch on left liver three, ah, because okay. that will discuss the stagnation. Okay.
0: Okay. And anything in the center line?
1: Um. Yeah, it depends what else is going on and what what the pattern is that seems to be causing it. So okay. I'd I'd have to look so... at that and ask more questions to find out.
3: Yeah, I was
0: the thinking, renegan- you know, I, that that whole um, triangle idea of yours, like maybe yeah. if we could put something in the center line and the front and the back, like you said earlier, the CV3 in the front possibly with a life gate sure. or G, maybe even GV 2.5. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> it, it certainly wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't hurt to put the X39 and X49 um, in the um, – the front and the back respectively mm-hmm. on on uh uh CV3 and and GV4 right or even below if you if the um if you get a better pain release if you put the um back patch or the the X49 further down like on on GV3 or GV2 that might be more effective mm-hmm. than GV4 in that case well, you got to play around with it and move the patches around. Use double-sided sticky and see for a few seconds uh, which one relieves most of the blockage or pain, and then go with that.
0: Okay. And the other nice thing about having the center line have the X39 or X49 is that if you wanted to, Monica, you could add an eon, for example, in the back of the neck and the GV14 area because you mentioned back pain, and and potentially you could then make, um, you know, uh, uh, well, I guess this would be like a triple triangle. You'd have the the base with your feet points, right, the liver three, gallbladder 41, and then you'd have uh, two triangles with um, X39 in front, X49 in the back, and then with the EON on the back, you would have additional triangles as well.
1: Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, go go further up, especially if you've got um, back pain further up from the girdle area, definitely. Um, so that that point you mentioned at the base of the neck, um, GV14, that's a really good one for getting all the yang channels in the shoulder and the upper body.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And I also like it because it's pretty close to the head, so it helps with brain balancing as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. And uh, also, the um, there's a really good point on the head If you go to the top of the Tai Chi pole, which is on GV-20, follow the apex of the ears up to the midline at the top of the head, and you go back one inch or soon to GV-19, if you put a metal needle pointing the opposite direction of the flow up the GV channel that goes to the head, if you point the needle down, then that's indicated for back pain. So if you patch that, With the intention, using an energy needle and a torsion field through the the crystal patch, through GV19, you're going to send the chi down to deal with the back pain.
0: Okay, yeah, so a a way of using patches uh, with intention.
1: Yes. Fantastic. And using energy needles with intention. uh, And when you create an energy needle, you want to create a torsion field with your thoughts with your intention around that acupoint.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Um, we've got one more question. Then we go to the phone. So if you want to ask us live a uh, question live, it's 818-514-1190. Hit 1. So we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190. And then hit 1. Okay. So the next one is from Sue. Uh, she says, Hey, Dr. Karen, is there any patch protocol that can help after having left hip replacement surgery six weeks later still in pain. Um, the pain goes down to the calf. Uh, I'm using Icewave, X09 Eon, which has helped out. But at night, I cannot sleep with the leg pain. That's sort of like the leg is restless. Um, can you suggest where and what else I can do? Okay.
1: Well, that sounds like yeah. a good candidate for the, uh, the triangle protocol.
0: Mm-hmm. to put yeah it's kind
1: of uh, a the theme today huh yeah <laughs> so you use you um bladder 57 at the base of the calf muscle and where it connects with the achilles tendon um put the white ice wave patch on the right and the tan ice wave patch on the left uh bladder 57 and that gets your baseline of your triangle and then um i, I would um start with um Carnosine on GV-2 or GV-4 and then put a glutathione further up and uh, Eon at the top. So you have a triple triple E overlapping triangle there with three apices or tips of the triangle going up the spine. And that area covers the hip where there's the problem.
0: Ah, Okay. It doesn't matter where the glutathione goes as long as it's below the eon?
1: Yeah, because what I'm doing there is using the most powerful yon patch at the top, or more towards sky, and then the next highest um, yon patch would be glutathione, and then the the more yin, relatively more yin patch, even though they're all three positive patches, would be the carnosine. And that's in the YH set, which includes the Eon, the glutathione, and the carnosine.
0: Okay. And then when would she, since she had surgery, want her to repair? So when would she use the X39 and or X49 and carnosine?
1: Um, well, you could use the carnosine where I suggested on uh, GV2. Uh, you can also
0: Oh, sorry. You just put, said carnosine. Uh, sorry. That's right.
1: You can put the X39 and X49 around the Ashi area and use that the way you would the uh, the clock rotation that's described in the IceWay brochure for how to place uh, the pain relief patches. So just use the X39 and 49 instead. And when you're doing that, I'd use the um, X49 as if it were a more young or white, relatively white patch and um, use the X39 when you're using the X49 um, as a more yin patch. Mm -hmm. So you could uh, rotate them around, like put the the X39 directly on the ashi point, rotate the X49 around it. So if you've got a, a painful spot on the hip, stick the X39 right over the painful spot and then rotate the X-49 around it like a clock until you find the sweet spot where the pain or the blockage dissipates or disappears.
0: Okay. So at night when she's getting kind of that, having to move her leg, there's like, you know, moving helps Uh the, the leg feel better, can't sleep because of that, Um that restlessness of the like, leg, I've had it not that often, but uh, it's very annoying. Um, since we already use carnosine during the day, what can she do at night to help calm that restlessness?
1: Nirvana.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: i put Nirvana on the right heel. Mm, okay. Or you could actually, if it's the left leg, put it on the left heel because it's at night and even though you're reversing polarity, that will help calm her down and, and take Chi out and help her sleep.
0: Okay, great.
1: And that point on the heel is the shimian, S-H-I-M-I-A-N, shimian. Hmm.
0: Does liver gallbladder go into any um, any support here? I was curious whether that restless feeling Is a liver gallbladder issue
1: Um It might be Because If, if she moves and, and has to move her leg To clear the um, The pain or to get rid of the blockage It's probably a blood flow issue And yeah so the liver Or the wood would help with the blood flow So um. I'd, I'd play with um, ice wave patches on gallbladder 41 and liver three, like we talked about before. And it's okay to use two sets of ice wave if you're dealing with, with, with what we're talking about. So uh-huh. you don't want to overuse too many patches, but, um, and you can rotate them too. Maybe use uh Gallbladder 41 and liver 3 as a baseline instead of bladder 57. Then you're going further down the leg to get the baseline of your triangle, and uh, you're also affecting uh, stagnation and and wood, so you can uh, get the blood flowing and and therefore not have the need to shake the leg so much, because the, the pain is released when the leg is being shaken. Right. so that means there's the blood's accumulating and creating a blockage and when you shake mm-hmm. your leg you you make the blood flow better so you can do that with the liver channel and the gallbladder channel too
0: okay cool say she wanted to use ice yep. wave during the day and did not want to use ice wave at night but did want to use liver 3 and gallbladder 41 um, would you use any of the nighttime patches in a way that you could patch,
1: liver 3 and gallbladder 41? Uh, You could keep the ice wave on there at night or you could um, if she needs help sleeping, use the night's patch on on right gallbladder 41 and then the um, nirvana patch on left liver 3. Or even the carnosine patch on left liver
0: three. Kind of used um, carnosine day. day. so yeah. So I think we'll stick with. All right, so we've got uh, at night to help the restless part. Uh, liver three, gallbladder forty one, which you can use with ice wave again. Or if you didn't want to use ice wave for twenty four hours straight, um, you can use Nirvana on the left uh, and Silent Nights on the right. So left liver three, right. Uh,
1: gallbladder 41. And remember also um, that when you're using the Nirvana patch, you could use that little supplement pill that comes with it and that will tweak the endorphin levels in the brain and help with the pain also.
0: Yes. Yep. That is a good point. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you, Dr. Dennis. Okay, let me just put here okay answered okay great all right so let's just make sure i don't have any other comments here okay good i think we're good okay all right good so i'm going to just close comments here not letting me. Okay, never mind. (laughs) All right, let's go to the phone. So if you have a question for Dr. Dennis, just call in at 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up, 818-514-1190 if you're here live with us, or you could put it in the chat, and then I can read those off to Dr. Dennis. Okay, so we have our first person here um, is area code 407. So 407. Hi, who's this?
2: Hi, my name is Mindy. Can you hear me? Hi, Mindy. Hi. Hi, I'm going to to say thank you guys so much for doing this. It's so helpful. Um, Sure. So uh, I have two questions. I will just ask one if you allow me to do that. I'll do that one too. But my first question is with scoliosis, um, I saw that it's not like doctor information. So I just wanted to talk to you guys first before I tried this on my daughter. Um, Her scoliosis is very mild and she's in therapy with a chiropractor and we've been doing this for about three years because I had super aggressive scoliosis. She is in that route, but we are managing it through the therapies with our chiropractor, which is amazing. But I really wanted to try and manage her curves with the patches if possible, just to eliminate having to go into the office so many times. Um, So today I actually did for the first, I put Eon at the apex of her curve and and then the ice waves in a triangle below, white and right, hand and left. Um, and then we went to the chiropractor, and I showed him because I'm consulting him too, but he doesn't really know a whole lot about the patches, so that part's not helpful, but um, I just wanted to make sure I was placing them right. And he made the point that he's like, well, apex on concave or convex side of the curve. So I moved the patch and put it directly on her spine and sent her to school because I'm like, well, great, I don't want to make it worse, but I also want to keep it on her, so... Um, did I put that on the inside of the curve or the outside of the curve?
1: Okay. Well, so here's the thing with, this, with scoliosis. You've got an exaggerated curvature of the spine that's curved one way um, that is elevated, and so that is um, a convex mountain-like area, and that's an excess and then that excess pulls a spine over to the side, excess energy, making the muscle tone more on that side. So it, right. it pulls a spine over to that side because it's excess. So that creates a concavity or concave curve, like a C-shaped thing on the other side, because it's relatively weaker and it's a relative deficit of energy. And right. so the principle for, for dealing with that in... Pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine is to tonify the deficiency side and sedate the excess side. Okay, so you you can tell what side it is if she bends over and you look, if you're standing in front of her head and you look down her spine, you can see which side is higher and which side is lower, because
2: sure. that it, yeah
1: yeah so her probably, is
2: yeah. actually a, a slight bit of a backwards S, well, yeah, a slight backwards S because on the top part of her back, the muscles on the right-hand side of the spine are exaggerated, but on her lower back, the muscles on the left-hand side of the back are exaggerated. Um, It's not, it's enough to notice it, but like I said, we've been managing it, so it's not awful, Um, but there is exaggeration there, Um, so it's kind of and bottom
1: okay that we've got so
2: the curve
1: on I so don't know if then, that matters. then you, have, you have you have two areas that you're dealing with then top and bottom all right yeah. so so um the same principle applies you would uh tonify the deficient area and you would sedate the excess area which is the high part and so to do that you um find the middle of the low part in the middle of the high part and use ice wave patches with the let's say um the um deficiencies on the right i think that's what you were describing
2: yeah on her lower back the deficiency is on the right on her upper back the deficiency is on the left
1: okay so on the upper back you would put the white patch on the left and the tan patch on the right because on the upper back you're saying the deficiency is on the left. And so I know it's the opposite polarity than what we normally use, but we're dealing with ice wave patches in a localized area, not for the whole body. And um, what we're doing is tonifying the deficient area, sedating the um, excess area. And so at the pinnacle or the high part, of the excess area you want a tan patch on the right. And that'll be probably along the bladder channel, one of those points in the bladder channel, or even further out, depending on where the uh, the highest p- point is. And you can palpate around, too, and see which point is sore, and that's a good indication of where to put the patch around that high part, and same thing with the low part. So. Then you'd put the white patch on the deficient area, which is a concave area on the left, and that would tonify the muscles on the left, sedate the muscles on the right, and and that will correct the um, the tension that the the um, muscles on the right have in excess that are pulling on the spine.
2: Okay, and then so so what you're saying is. The tan today, the white tones, and uh, also, is it just using ice wave, or do I need eon or carnosine? Because I saw that those were also used. Some people use those also to help with that. Like,
1: okay. you could, you could, but let's just stick with the ice wave for right now. So then, okay. we got the upper, we got the upper back. Now we go to the the curve on the lower back, and uh, you said that has the opposite. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's high on the left and low on the right? Yes, sir. Okay, so that means the deficiency is on the right and the yeah. excess is on the left. So in that case, on the lower back, you would put the, the white ice wave on the highest part or the sore part in the middle of the, um, the pinnacle or the mountain on the, on the right side of the back. And then you would put the um, the tan one on the on the uh, left because that's where okay. the excess is. You want to sedate that.
2: Okay. Just because I want to make sure that I'm understanding you correctly, when when you're saying like the pinnacle or the mountain, like to me in my mind, that tells me where the muscle is more exaggerated, which is on the left hand side. But is that not what you're meaning?
1: Yes. Or it could be the concave part. So let's see if I'm getting this right. You said... um, Like if you have... Describe what's happening in the lower back again. Describe what's happening in the lower back again.
2: Okay, so you have... Like, let's say take the letter C, only not that exaggerated, like just um, like a low curve, but the same curved direction as the letter C. Um, so on the left-hand side of her back, that's where her muscle on the left-hand side is bigger than the muscle on the right-hand side.
1: Okay, that's the lower back. That's the opposite from the upper that's, back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you put the tan one on the left and the white one on okay. the right. Okay, you want Because you want to sedate the excess that's on the left lower back, and you want to tonify the deficiency with the white patch on the the concave part of the right lower back. Okay, perfect.
2: Now, is there a certain amount of time that I should do this for and then give her a break, or is this just something that I can keep doing and monitoring it?
1: Yeah, um, I I do it a couple days or three days, and... when the patches look like they're starting to peel off, then just take them off and give her a break. And that's when you can use other patches.
2: So do you not – so for this instant I don't have to worry about the 12 hours on, 12 hours off?
1: Right. You just want to do that with um, the X39 and X49 in particular. Okay. But so the, the other process. patches you could leave – in my experience, you can leave on a little longer, even though the the company recommends twelve hours, but they work in some people up to a few days.
2: Okay. I just didn't want attenuation to happen, and if that's if you don't think that's gonna be a problem, then I don't worry about it.
1: Well, if it looks like it is, then just take them off sooner,
2: okay. Oh, Okay, awesome. Well, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Do you have other people in line, or can I ask my second question? Um, Let me take a look. Yeah, we do have uh, one other person, but
0: uh, I think we'll we'll have time for that person as well, so go ahead and ask your other question quickly. Thank you.
2: Uh, Okay, second question. Um, For somebody with diabetes, um, if they're trying to regulate their blood sugar levels, um, is just using X39, is that a good place to start and see how that affects them, or... Like, I've seen some protocols that are intense as far as, like, do this on day one and day two, and then then there's, like, all these different things. Um, But what's your suggestion with that for somebody who's never used patches before? Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, if they've never used patches before, I just start with energy enhancer patches on Stomach36, and that'll give um, the person overall energy balance and biocoherence that'll help. Because the Stomach36... Is the um, control point for the uh, lower abdomen and uh, that will also affect the the middle abdomen or middle jaw where this spleen is spleen energy in the pancreas so in general I I do that if you want to keep it simple but if you want to get more fancy you could uh, patch stomach 21 and uh, that's uh, located on on the abdomen that's two inches lateral to the midline and and four inches above the belly button and uh that's that's indicated um in regulating chi in that area and harmonizes the middle jowl, will transform stagnation of the middle jowl. and um that that's the energy center when I say jowl. and that that's where the pancreas is and the pancreas is included in the spleen's energy so whenever we're regulating or or changing the energy of the pancreas we do that through the spleen and also the stomach the spleen and stomach are a yin yang pair so um if you go to stomach 21 And do something as simple as energy-enhancer patches on stomach 21 with the white one on the right, tan one on the left. That'll help rebalance the middle jowl and balance blood sugar. Uh, You could also use X39 and X49. So I'd put X49 on right stomach 21 and X39 on left stomach 21.
0: Okay, whoops, that's a little fast for me. Can you say that again, Dr. Dennis? (laughs)
1: Sure. Yeah, so that's um, X49, relatively more yang, so put that on the right, stomach 21. And then uh, X39, if you're using it with X49, is relatively more yin, so I'd put that on left, stomach 21. Okay. Now, as an alternative to stomach 21, you could also access the spleen with um, spleen 6 down near the ankle. So that's another good point to use. So as an alternative to left stomach 21, you could put the X39 on left spleen 6. So then you have a yin-yang pair with left spleen 6 yin and right stomach 21 right or more yang
0: okay so uh um mindy can you just go over that second question again because i was looking up something on scoliosis and i missed part of your question so i apologize i didn't write oh, it down
2: Um, but if someone has never used the patches before and they were hoping to try and use them to regulate their blood sugar levels for diabetes, what would be a good place to start, um, if that was with X39 or if that was with different patches, um, which it sounds like the energy enhancers are probably the way to go. Um, now if this one. one, okay. And then, I mean, if they wanted to throw X39 in there too, and let's say they just put it on their C7, um, that's not going to do any harm. That's just going to obviously, like, help other things that may be going on in the body. Is that fine to start there too?
1: Sure, it wouldn't hurt. Okay. But, but you could also use the um, X39 and X49 pair on Stomach36 if that's all you had. And, uh, and you, your um, upline encourage you to get X39 because that's the center of the hub uh on well, which I to
2: <laughs> i just wanted to have them all on hand just for to help different people with different things but obviously i just wanted education on places to start but we i mean i have all the patches to help this person so um that's why i was kind of wondering what your thoughts were on that like an easy simple place to start and then go from there
1: yeah the most simple and most classic would be energy enhancer and Stemic 36. But like I was saying, um, if you have all the patches, you could just put uh, X39 on and X49 on stomach 36. Okay.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, I the, really appreciate. that. Oh. I was gonna say, Mindy, that um, you know we've had uh, several of our uh, members. Uh, there was one in particular. This is anecdotal, not in the study, um, that had uh, insulin dependent diabetes, so those sugars were balanced with um, external insulin, and he was very, very strict and knew exactly how how many units he needed, how much food to eat, how much exercise, he was just super, you know, conscious of that. Um, So, you know, he was told to monitor very, very carefully his blood sugars, which he does anyway, and he just noticed a decrease in the need for as much insulin just with using X39, which is very interesting. Um, And so he, uh, you know, was able to uh, decrease his insulin dosage quite a bit because I guess, you know, theoretically, the X39 should help with rejuvenation and if the pancreas is you know, not so happy or healthy, if you're rejuvenating it, potentially it could make its own insulin, right? Um, and then that, uh, what Dr. Dennis was saying, the energy enhancers on stomach 36. I also like the spleen 6 point personally as well. So if you use the X39X49 um, on any of those points, that could be super helpful in and of itself. And then I really like the SP6 complete in the center line then, because that also helps with balancing blood sugars.
1: Yeah, and the X thirty nine is if the uh, beta cells on on the islets of Langerhans and the pancreas are damaged, the X thirty nine I would guess would help repair that tissue. I I'm, I'm, I'm don't have research to back that up. I'm just guessing that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's just
0: all based on stem cells and what stem cells do, and the body decides where uh, the stem cell should go. <laughs> Right, what's more right. important. Um, right. And uh, the other right. thing, Mindy, I was going to mention is that um, I've seen the results of using block therapy on scoliosis, and it's unbelievable, the results. Fast. What do you, um, what do you mean by block therapy? therapy. Block therapy is uh, created by Deanna Hansen, um, a friend of mine. that started using block therapy a number of years ago, and uh, it releases fascia down to the bone. And so the reason the person has scoliosis is that the fascia is uh, really, really deep, that's stuck to the bone, uh, needs to be peeled off the bone and relaxed. And using a wooden block with a specific breathing technique uh, is a very good way of doing that. So I've seen before and after pictures of people with doing block therapy with, um, you know, their instruction, literally in a week having a huge improvement in their, in their, you know, you could see it like with your plain. You know, without an x-ray, the improvement there by releasing the fascia. Uh, anecdotally, I've noticed that with EON, X39, for example, that those patches that decrease inflammation, increase stem cell activity, actually relaxes the fascia. X49 as well. So using those patches plus block therapy, manual block therapy, would be really supportive of what you're already doing and speed things up.
2: Gotcha. The only thing I were like, I have gone through golfing and I know how painful that is to oh, release that. Oh, this much deeper than and, that and, yep. and so, less painful. Um, I just, I just wonder like, could we do like some blocks and wedges at home with my daughter um, from her chiropractor and he showed us like exactly where to place them and all that kind of no, good stuff. No, this we is actually a home took-
0: program. This is a home program. Oh. You watch on the video and you follow along and the beginning is you just breathe on the block. So you're lying with the block in the middle of your belly. It's a specific block shape and size. Um, so I highly recommend that you get the ones that she has made because it took her years to design the right size, the shape, the curvature, everything. Um, and, then and you breathe on the block, use, exercise your diaphragm um, and to get the oxygenation in the fascial areas that are restricted. So I'll put the link in those, the
2: notes. The, oh, you said Deanna Hansen, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And yep. those are so, paper kids. Um,
0: yep, yep. So okay. um, if you want to go and Check out the starter program. It's uh, My affiliate link is karencan.com forward slash block therapy, all one word. Um, there is a, a 249 or 247 starter program um, that, um, that she can work on first. And um, I highly recommend you get both the regular size block and the baby block. I can't tell you how many things I do with the baby block. It's like all different parts of me. It's amazing. I sleep with it, which is really cool, is you can actually do it in bed.
2: Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing.
0: I mean, it's amazing. So you can do it in bed, and then um, and then there is a program that's specific for scoliosis, but it's more advanced. Um, and uh, anyway, I mean, you could check it out. Um, that one is um, a scoliosis introductory series, a block buddy and baby the starter program, um, and you have access to a block therapist for a month with a custom program. So that one, if you want that specific for scoliosis, that's about 500 and something dollars, including the block. So it's actually an amazing deal. So um, okay. I don't necessarily have an affiliate link for that, but you can go on the link okay. at uh, karenkamp.com forward slash block therapy, and then at the top where it says search, scoliosis.
2: Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all that.
1: You are very welcome. Dr. Karen, I have a little anecdote to share with you all about uh, balancing blood sugar, too, because I remember uh, years ago I did some um, case study research with a naturopathic doctor friend of mine, and she had a glucometer that we were monitoring blood sugar with, and um, we we spiked her blood sugar by having her eat a lot of sugar, and... um, and took her blood sugar level with the glucometer and then I did qigong on her middle jiao that is balancing her middle jow energy and her blood sugar went down.
0: Ooh cool so you balancing the middle jiao, huh? Using,
1: just using energy work or or energy play by balancing the energy of the middle jow, the middle warmer or burner, uh you can balance or bring your blood sugar level down. And we monitored it with the glucometer, so looked like it worked.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah.
0: That's great. Okay. Very, very cool. Okay, awesome. So our last uh, person here with the hand up that I can see, area code 240. Thanks for your patience.
3: Hi, Dr. Kerit. This is Boomy. Hi, Boomy. Hi, Dr. How are Janet? you? I'm, I'm well, thank you. I'm so glad to be on this call today. <laughs> yeah. Glad you're here. Um, thank you. Um, I have uh, actually two questions from the same family. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is they want to know uh, if you have a wise uh, manner to support the uh, ED that was caused by surgery from prostate issue. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Support. Okay. That's the first question. The other question is different from from this.
0: Okay. Well, we'll deal with this one first then.
3: Okay, so is there a protocol
0: to support um uh regaining back uh erectile function after uh, the trauma of prostate surgery?
3: Correct. Okay,
0: got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let me write that down. We're talking about Mr. Ed here. That Mr. Ed's pretty tricky. So, uh, probably what happened during prostate surgery is that um, there's either nerve damage or there's um, congestion in the prostate that's impinging on blood flow that prevents the blood from filling up the uh, the corpus cavernosum or the vessels in the penis. So... um, The general principles in TCM would be to, number one, work on the nerves, which would be through the kidney chi, and also to lower the uh, congestion or the inflammation in the prostate area. I'm assuming that's where the surgery was in the prostate. Uh Correct. Yeah. So um, you're taking that two-pronged approach. Uh, tonifying the kidney chi and also uh, lowering inflammation so the best point for just being really simple to tonify the kidneys would be to go to the life gate which is um, right below the second lumbar vertebra which is GV4 put an eon patch there or even an X39 patch on the life gate and um, go to um, CV2, which is uh, on the midline right above the pubic bone, and put the X49 there. okay and there's okay. there's another point also that would be very helpful that's the master point for the chong channel the the chong channel in women uh goes to the uterus in men goes to the prostate and so you would use spleen four uh for that and uh, you could use um the s p six patch on left spleen four to affect the uh channel and uh, Eon on on right spleen 4 or you could use a synergistic point that enhances spleen 4 which is pericardium 6 so I would put Eon on the right pericardium 6 with the sp6 patch on left spleen 4 to enhance the effects of the x39 and 49 that I mentioned before
3: Okay, so EON or X39 on GV4, X49 on CV2 on the midline, and uh, SP6 on the left on Spleen 4, and EON on the right on Pericardium 6, uh, 6.
1: Yeah, very good, you got it.
3: Yeah, well done. Great, thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Yeah, the, the and, uh, other... Hope hopefully you Go can ahead. say goodbye to Mr. Ed with that.
3: Yes, I will. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, uh.
3: <laughs> okay. The uh, this the second question has to do with the liver. Uh this is the same family but different siblings. Uh who has the um Inflammation of the liver caused by those viruses, B and C, if you know what I I mean. Um, So trying to find out, was asking, do we think that can help uh, eradicate the virus? I don't know. But I know that there are patches that help support the uh, liver health but will it help, I know that glutathione is one that can help the um, antibodies by way of the liver and probably spleen 6 I mean probably sp6, but maybe to stop. I don't know.
0: Okay, so we can't say we're treating any viruses? Um, so what Correct. we want to say is how can we decrease the inflammation of the liver and support the immune system so the immune system can take care of the so-called viruses?
3: Correct. Gotcha.
1: So the the liver has a front viewpoint, which is an alarm point, that uh, where, where all the um, the chief from the liver... Is in excess or comes to the surface and that's liver 14 okay so so um, liver 14 is on the nipple line if you go below the nipple in the six intercostal space four inches lateral to the midline so it's below the nipple four inches uh, lateral to the midline in the six intercostal space that's liver 14 uh, if you put uh, an X39 patch on uh, on the left and an X49 patch on the right, liver 14, uh, that should help the liver energy to recover from whatever damage is there. Okay. Okay. An alternative to that would be to use a the back shoe point for the liver and um, that's on bladder 18 and bladder 18 is at the level of um, right below uh, thoracic vertebra 9. it's on the space between thoracic vertebra 9 and thoracic vertebra 10. there's liver 18 okay. that's actually point for the liver so you could um, do the same thing on that at a different time. So you can alternate between the front view point and and the back shoe points using the X39 and the X49. So when you do that, you want to put the X49 on the right and X39 on the left, whether it's on the front of the body or the back of the body. And if you wanted to get even more fancy, you could use the X forty nine on the back on bladder eighteen and the on the right and the X thirty nine on the left on the front of the body on liver fourteen.
3: Liver fourteen, okay.
1: Which is a front viewpoint for the liver. So <clears throat> you're either using both front new points or both back shoe points for the liver, or you're using both of them at the same time with one pair of the X patches, X49 on the right, X39 on the left. Okay. And then, Dr. um, Dennis,
0: would you use glutathione for the immune system support?
1: You could. Sure, it wouldn't hurt to add that. Yeah. And I put that on large intestine 10 on the right. That that's a that's a Japanese point for uh tonifying immunity. Large intestine ten. And you can yeah, palpate that's right near that. the elbow. Yeah, if you bend your elbow, you'll find the end of your elbow crease on the outside of your arm. That's large intestine eleven. And then palpate down towards your hand and you find a real sore spot there, that's where to put the glutathione.
3: Okay, great. Large intestine, 10.
1: Large intestine, 10, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I did a whole bunch of bicep stuff today. It's sore. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
3: Thank you so much. really appreciate this.
0: Yeah, so great to hear your
3: voice, Bumi. Congrats on all the great work you're doing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I know. Okay. I mean, thank you.
1: Thank you both. Dr. Karen, I have a solution for your biceps there.
3: You,
1: <laughs> you go to Lung 3. You find Lung 3 by pretending like you're smelling your armpits, and the tip of your nose will hit your bicep. And then put ice wave patches on on both uh, right, left, uh, Lung 3.
0: Yeah. It's not really sore there, but... Um, so the gymnasts do this really interesting stuff that James is starting to do, where your arms are straight. Now you have to definitely be very wary of, you know, overusing the joint. Use very light weights, and you're literally doing a lift with your arms straight, with your palm up, and activating your biceps. And I can feel the tension um, when I do that down the entire biceps, down right into the brachioradialis area, into the forearm. So that's where, you know, there's some uh, tenderness there now. But, um, yeah, that's very interesting. So it's different. You know, most people do biceps by doing bicep curls. This is actually just holding isometrically and then doing, you know, Doing straight arm lifting, which is very weird looking, <laughs> uh, but uh, pretty impressive. These these gymnasts are pretty amazing. These are all guys, mind you, that are demonstrating this. So we got to I got to do it, that for the first time
1: today. It's almost like an eccentric s- stretch, where uh, instead of um, moving the weight while you're flexing your muscle, you release the weight down while your muscle's stretching.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Dr. Jones, can you just go over um, where, or sorry, when your Healthwise Clinic is? When?
1: Oh, the Healthwise Clinic is on the third Monday of every month, and it's at 2 p.m. Arizona time.
0: 2 p.m. Arizona time. Okay. Let me just. Make a comment here. So Toshon is Arizona
1: does too. not change times; it stays the same time all year round. So even oh, okay. though
3: in,
1: in the um in the in the summer we're Pacific time, in the winter we're Mountain time, but we oh, don't okay. change time.
0: <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, so, so we just have to check what that is, Eastern or Pacific or whatever. So, yeah, Arizona's got it right. <laughs> just don't change time.
1: Right.
0: Okay, great. Let me just check the queue, see if there's anybody else with their hand up. It okay, while well, are
1: doing that, Karen, I'd, I'd recommend uh, carnosine for muscle soreness, too.
0: <laughs> right, gotcha. That's every night.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, between CrossFit and... Dating and whatever else I'm doing, uh, yeah. Well, you're definitely. one hell of a nap. Well, you know, I do I do my best uh, with the time that I have, and always willing to learn more. So, yeah, yeah. But it's not all young, right? So I have my block therapy, I have my yoga, um, and I'll actually, you know, it's at, at night when I'm in bed, it's a great time to, to use my little baby block and just block you know, trigger points and uh, areas and things like that. After today, I was like, oh, I haven't done block therapy on my forearms and biceps for a while, I, and ha- a hand I did last week. So I think we're back to doing that. And uh, But I do like the lung three, thank you so much, um, point, because I actually have a fascial restriction sometimes on the right-hand side due to an old um, death spiral injury. <laughs> That's the hand I grab my partner when I'm attempting a death spiral. So um, so that's a good point anyway, that lung three on the right.
1: Well, there's no accident that it's called the death spiral.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, the, it's funny because that was named by somebody. And then the Prada pop popoff who made these popularized is three other spirals with one hand. And they caused, called it the life spiral, love spiral, and the cosmic spiral. Notice the difference in language. The Death Spiral, however, is the easiest one to learn, interestingly. So that was the original. And then they made three more, and they can do all four, uh, you know. uh, I mean, Lou is now deceased. But but they they popularized that and and made it so beautiful, um, bringing ballet, really, to pair skating. Uh, but very athletic as well. They're just amazing. won two Olympic gold medals when they were literally uh, ousted by Russia, and they're like, you're too old, you can't learn this. And they taught themselves, and they won two Olympic medals. Like, is that amazing or what? (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So one of these days I'll get back into doing those spirals. So I can at least do – I'd love to do at least three out of the four. One of them I don't really like the look of, but – love to be able to do some of the other ones. Yeah, yeah, They're like the forward inside, the, the back inside, and the back outside um, spirals would be great. And now one of our pair skating coaches has returned uh, from Florida back home here, and uh, he can definitely teach us those. So I'm so excited. <laughs>
1: wow. All yeah, right.
0: yeah, yeah, so excited. Cool. Let me just check the queue, Dr. Okay. Dennis. I don't think there's anybody oh, else yeah. with questions yeah. with their hands up.
1: Before you go on, um, while we were talking, I thought of another point that would help with the immune system in the, the last case uh-huh. we talked about. Uh-huh. So um, I often use um, the Gao Huang Shu, which is the back shoe point for the uh, yellow court, uh, to open the yellow court and deal with stuck emotional energy. But it would also help to, to tonify the immune system to use Bladder43. So if you used a glutathione patch on Bladder43 on the right, that would also help immunity.
3: Okay.
0: Great. And how do you spell Gao Honshu?
1: G-A-O-H-U-A-N-G-S-H-U.
0: S-H-U. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, awesome. All right, we got that down. Um, Thank you so much, Dr. Dennis, for being here with us today. And we look forward to connecting with you again next month, which would be January 2023. Happy Early New Year to you and everyone. Uh, Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. The notes will be ready within about 48 hours on PatchTrainingTeam.com.
1: Well, I'm delighted to be here with y'all, and it's a lot of fun. And um, happy New Hollow Miss everybody.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Bye, Boomi. Bye, Dr. Dennis. Yeah.
1: Thank you. You're welcome.